Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fignuts Podcast. This is Season 6, Episode 26, and if you add one from last week, it is 265 episodes. Uh, my name's Craig. I'm Cinch. And Cinch is here. Britt is under the weather, so he is not here tonight. Hopefully he feels better soon. And yeah, Cinch, how are you? And thank you for joining me. Things are going great. It's Good. another wonderful day to be alive. Day. Just happy to be here. Good. Want to help the team any way I can. <laughs> you got to take them one day at a time. And God willing, it'll all work out in the end. <laughs> Cinch is Brock Purdy. That's, that's pretty much what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> uh, How are you? What, what's um, new? <clears throat> what's new? Not not much. Like, you know, my commuting is really annoying. Um, that's that's pretty much it. Nothing's really changed so much in the last week. Hey, Luckily. you know what helps? You know what yeah. helps when you have to do a long commute? Yeah. Having your team in the AFC Championship game again. Two yeah. years in a row. You know what? It's and I'll be honest. Um, <clears throat> quick aside, I was texting our other friend John, who's you know who's been a Jet fan his entire life. And Jet fan and an Orioles fan. <clears throat> and, I mean, yeah, it's it's rough. How do it's you rough. do that? I to tried. Yourself? I tried to get him to like the Yankees. It's, um, <laughs> but and I was texting him after after the Bengals won, and I was like, you know this is a really weird feeling and my brain <clears throat> is having a hard time like comprehending it. And he was like, you know, after years of like watching like the jets and the Bengals, it's like conditioned our brain to like expect something to go wrong. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's that like is football a, PTSD. <laughs> that is a great point. And I, I am a Patriot fan. But I go way back. I go back right. to when they really were bad. Yes. So the first year they were good. Yep. I, I, you know, when not the first year they were good. The first year they went to the Super Bowl with Belichick and Brady, the 2001 season. When they was got that, there, was that the Packer game or no? No, that was that was uh, Parcells and Bledsoe. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. No, the 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 year Sorry. that they beat the Rams, the the greatest show on turf that year. Okay. When the Patriots won and they kicked the field goal and they kick a field goal with seven seconds left. How many times does a field goal last seven seconds? It didn't. It lasted like three <laughs> seconds. They right. ran the clock. So I'm there with about, I don't know, 20, 25 people at a party. Everybody's mm -hmm. going nuts. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm -hmm. wait, hold on. Just wait. Cause they got to kick off still. Crazy things could happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> and this uh, Keith and the source uh, spraying champagne. We, we were at my my previous house and they ran outside, which was very nice of them to not spray it in my house. It ran outside nice spraying champagne all over each other, jumping yep. up and down. And I'm like, no, hold on. Wait, <laughs> See, don't do that. Wait, way. you're going to jinx it. Don't do that. <laughs> it's so really, all I'm trying to say is I completely really understand. <laughs> because <clears throat> i don't yeah because honestly like the end of the ravens game <clears throat> excuse me and that you know the fumble happened and they got turned you know it got turned returned for like you know 110 yard touchdown whatever it was mm -hmm. that usually it, in my lifetime of being a Bengals fan since like 1986 that usually happens to the Bengals. <laughs> when i saw it live i I I was shocked. I had no idea what was happening. No. <laughs> like, like, is this real? Am I still alive? Am I dreaming? <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. Well, you know, you, you had that one coach, and I'm blanking on his name. There are uh, several. The one that you got to the playoffs every year and lost the first game. Marvin Lewis. There you go. It was unbelievable because your team wasn't the worst team in those games, but they would always lose that first game. Remember that one against the Steelers where you had the game won? Yep. And it was like, what, 20 seconds left? And mm -hmm. the Bengals guys went and all kinds of penalties in the last minute. Yep. And yep. yeah. And I was like, and during that game, I remember I was like, yep, this is, this is what happens. <laughs> I'm not shocked at all. This is what happens. So, so yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good weird feeling and uh, it's exciting. But you know what else is exciting? Beer. 
And that leads us to our normal topic. Cinch, what are you drinking? Bush. Well, <laughs> I just opened. I, I had I had a beer problem this week. Uh-oh. And you guys uh, you guys on our text uh, know about it. I bought something called, uh, I don't know, Unicorn Farts and Pixie Dust or whatever the hell the name was. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, it was among the worst things I've ever drank. Wow. So I had, to get a, I had to get a standby. I had to get the old reliable for me while I was there buying that. So I also bought my favorite beer, Southern Tier Pumpkin Nitro. So that's what I have this evening. Excellent. That is an excellent choice. I, I enjoy that beer myself. Um, and what do t- you have? Tonight, I have another beer from Reverie Brewing. Uh, because you know, when I was in Total Wine last time, you know they have an aisle full of uh, singles. So I made a little six pack. I love when places do that because I don't want. I wind up in situations like you had, where you they're like, "Wow, this beer sounds like it could be good, but it could also be terrible." And I have to buy four of them. <laughs> and then, and then you know, if it's bad, what are you gonna do? I mean, it's right. it's yeah. Uh, so this <clears throat> is a is this is called Pick Me Up, barrel aged, tiramisu inspired. Imperial Stout, and it is 11.2%. Now, have you tried this one before? No, no. I poured it in the in the glass before we started, but I haven't tried it yet. All right. Well, you um, go ahead. You take your first sip. All right. I can't. I can't imagine what a tiramisu inspired it smells, uh, beer. Uh, it smells vanilla-y and like cocoa-y. Okay. Up front there. So let's hear. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Is tiramisu, would that have like a cinnamon taste? I could get the vanilla. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> it's rum and coffee is more the, uh, it's kind of more the more the flavor of it. Hmm. This is so, very smooth. It is definitely a dessert stout. I mean, especially since it's like 11.2%. Uh, I get a little coffee on the back end and a little uh, like chocolate. So, so it's good. It's good. I have to. I have. I will try to drink this very slowly. Um, <laughs> I think you need to have three while we do this podcast. <laughs> and it, it would I, wind I up think... on the band. It would wind up on the beer, the band beer list. <laughs> and I think you only, only have like one, one step. You can't even. There's say only it. like one or one or two beers that are on that list, actually. <laughs> so... Double fuzzy ducks, right? Uh, double one of them. Double ruffled. Uh, ruffled feathers, yeah, fuzzy, yes. fuzzy ducks, ruffled feathers. It's the same idea. Yes, yep. yep. I love and then, that one. And then the uh, the barrel aged um, two road stuff I had that was sitting on a shelf for several years before I opened it. Do you remember <laughs> that one? I don't know what it was. The mm. I think it was the first year of the podcast. Mm. I came to your house and you guys had I think it was in a bottle, some kind mm-hmm. of pumpkin flavored, and it was one of those. Oh. <laughs> Bourbon you know one, me... so it was like, oh my god, strong. Let me um, hold on. Uh, let's see here. We're doing it, doing it live as always. Even though you know, I really have to, I have to really update our website. But anyway, let me see here. Um, well, let me find Cinch on this list. <laughs> you you guys gave me that one, and it was good. The flavor I thought was great, but it felt like it was like twenty percent alcohol. <laughs> Because <laughs> I drank one, and I'm like, yeah, this is good. I'll take another drink. Uh, let's see. Now, that was um, that was an Oktoberfest, and you had a workers' comp. No, that wasn't it. Um, sip of Sunshine. You remember what I'm talking about, right? Cause I do, I do. I'm just going I'm going down the list. I ha- oh, here it is. Here it is. It's the Was it the Rum Barrel Aged Pumpkin? Pumpkin. Sorry. That could be it. I think that's it. That you know sounds it like it tasted good, and it sounds good, and I would drink it again. <laughs> and then you also had the um, there was another episode you were here, and you had the uh, the barley wine. You you I remember you liking that one. Hmm. Okay, but yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. All right, and now it's time for burning hot takes. <laughs> Would you like to give or receive the first question, sir? You go ahead and give the first question. <clears throat> okay. 
Um, I think we have to talk about the the elephant in the room, and that is the Dallas Cowboys. Or I'm sorry, the the Dallas Cowboys presented by Jerry Jones, or Jerry Jones's Cowboys presented by Jerry Jones in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> they have once again, two years in a row, have gone to the playoffs and they lost in a very stupid, stupid fashion. I don't know. I think last year was dumber. Um, this game, I think they kind of lost the game like in the third quarter, but like the last play of the game was was terrible and Zeke got oh, that was, demolished. That, I don't even know what the point so of that fun. was. That game, I watched that play and the Bengals put more effort into trying to score before, before halftime than the Cowboys did trying to on the last play to win the game. It was just bad. But really, well, at this point, do you think the Cowboys... I feel like the Cowboys need to change something again. And I don't know what that is. Like, is Zach... Is or not Zach? Is... Zeke done? Is Dak done? Because Jerry's not going anywhere. Is Mike McCarthy done? The biggest problem they have is they pay their running back too much money. Zeke isn't the guy that earned the contract that he has now. What are you going to do? If I were them, I would cut him, trade him, move on. You could get a third round back, a fifth round back that does what he does now. So Mm -hmm. that's number one. I think Dak is a good, solid NFL quarterback. And you're going to have good days with a quarterback like that and bad days. He didn't have a good day. He played against the best defense in the league. And I I don't even want to say he was disappointing because Mm -hmm. I didn't think he would do all that much more than he did. He gave you a Kirk Cousins effort. (laughs) That's that's, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. What are your thoughts on your own question? I, I don't know. I think I think you're you're right about Dak. He's he's not a bad quarterback. Do I want Dak as my quarterback if the game is on the line and we're behind? No. Dak um, will never win a Super Bowl. He's not that kind of quarterback unless he's no. the backup to someone else. Or if he has a ma- or if somehow they have a massive lead, maybe. Well, but, the only way you get the lead is with the vice. quarterback. That's a valid point. That is that's a, that's a valid point, but I don't like I just don't really know what like their problem is. Is it just a combination of everything, or is it like Jerry Jones trying to be the coach after Week Eight? It is everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> Wait, that's a movie. Academy Academy Award nominations came out, and that had eleven nominations. So it did. It did actually. That's, that's me throwing in a bit of pop culture into the podcast. There you go. Now back to sports. (laughs) All right. um, So here is your burning question to answer. Mm -hmm. Any other in the AFC, in the big, highly anticipated game, the Bills welcome the Bengals into Buffalo in a Mm -hmm. snowstorm in Mm -hmm. January Mm -hmm. and played like a dome team. Yes. So my my two-part question. Is it too soon in Josh Allen's career to consider him a disappointment? That doesn't mean he's bad. He's really good. Mm-hmm. But he's really good at finding a way to lose at, or being a part of the losing team. It's not like it's his fault they lose. So is it too early to say he's a bit of a disappointment? Um, I think I'd have to give him another year. Because you're right, he, he is good. Uh, and their losses haven't been directly because of him uh i think ever since they lost to that i feel like the year they played the chiefs yeah last year the 13 seconds was that last year yeah i have yep. no concept i have no concept of the time my brain thought it was two seasons ago <laughs> 2020 anyway, broke you it, it really did um I, I think after that game something with them changed so it's like you so it's like you take the the Chiefs right when they lost to the Patriots, and they they came back the next year and they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's whatever the whatever that extra step was that the Chiefs had, the Bills missed it. <laughs> and I don't know what that is because they're not they're not a bad team. In all honesty, I was completely worried about the Bills' pass rush against the Bengals' well, offensive line, and they dominated the entire game. Here's what I don't understand. So here's the second part of my question. Mm -hmm. I really do think the Bills are built 
like a dome team. They're built like a team that wants to go fast, throw it deep. Mm -hmm. They play in... They're the home team in January in Buffalo. They should have... There should be no team in the league that can go there and beat them in January in Buffalo in a snowstorm. They should have the biggest guys, the... You know, the power rushing in your face. And instead, Josh Allen reverts back to, I'm going to throw it deep or I'm going to run. I'm going to throw it deep or I'm going to run. So my question to you is, are the Bills broken? I, you know what? I think they are broken because if we go back and previous week, they almost lost to the Dolphins in Buffalo in a snowstorm. Like they they barely won that game. So I think your your observation of them being a you know, italicized dome team. Uh, I think you're. I think you're on something. You know, they're a very I, good team. They're the best they team in their division. Yes. And they get what thirteen wins, twelve wins every yeah, year. Yeah, they were. Um, they were thirteen and three this year. But I gotta tell you, I don't worry about them. If I were the Bengals, if I were the Chiefs, I wouldn't be worried about it. I know we could beat them. You know. Hmm. No, that's a that's a totally valid point. And then, you know, then you see Stefan Diggs on the on the sideline yelling at Josh Allen, and I realize everyone's frustrated. But I don't know. I just feel like sometimes, depending on the the person or people involved, that like carries over a little bit. I mean, you now they're in... you won't hear hmm. you won't hear the NFL films, you know, because they have the the audio of every game. They've got mm-hmm. those guys out there with the. Uh... You know the discs, the see yeah, and they have players mic'd up. Yeah, they've they've got that for every game. You're not going to hear what was said because the Bills don't want you to hear that, and that's understandable. But yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Do you think there needs to be a change there? Do you think Diggs maybe gets moved on somewhere? I don't know. I think I was never a giant Diggs fan because I feel like what you know the reason why he left. Um, you know why they let him go from Minnesota and go to Buffalo? I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of carrying over, and it's something we mentioned before. Like it's something with receivers for some reason. Out of if you take every position on a football team, mm-hmm. it's like receivers for X Y Z reason, and not not digs in particular. I just mean the position in general. Have well, that's like because they run fast. I guess so. They have like kind of like pre-Madonna episodes. I don't know. They're just spoiled. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Like if they well, wanted the ball that if they wanted the ball that much, why didn't they why weren't they to, why weren't they a center <laughs> or a running back? <laughs> well, you know, you brought up an interesting point. So the Bills traded and got Diggs and gave the Vikings a first round draft pick. The mm-hmm. first round pick was used to draft to draft Justin Jefferson. What would have happened if they didn't make that trade and instead Jefferson was drafted by Buffalo? Hmm. Does Buffalo win a few more games? Probably, because I think Jefferson is better than Diggs. I, yeah, I, I, I think it's undeniable that he's better than Diggs. Diggs, anybody that does fantasy, like you <laughs> are well aware of, Diggs will give you a great game. And a couple of what did this guy take the game off games? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got, like uh he's he's, he's the next tier for, two catches for eleven yards. Was he even there? <laughs> he's he, fantasy wise, it's like the next tier under um Mike Evans. Really. <laughs> oh, and boy. I would like to think and again again, in championship weekend for the uh or well the finals of the playoffs in fantasy, I lost because the person I was playing had Mike Evans, who had like 260 yards receiving and two touchdowns, three touchdowns. <laughs> like, good, great. That's awesome. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> so Brady won't be back in Tampa Bay. I really believe that. Uh, so yes, if, I do not think if, he will be. If he isn't back, yeah. then you got to figure they're going to try and move on from Mike Evans because you got to figure they're they're not going to compete. Well, I don't know. Their division's so bad with the the Panthers, Saints, and uh, who's there? Panthers, Saints. Who am I missing? Panthers, Saints, Um, Bucks. It's a bad division. Thank you. Thank you. Bad division. I wonder if they trade Mike Evans, what do they get for him? He's got to be 31, 32 by now. 
I don't think they necessarily get a, a first round pick. I'm thinking maybe they get a third round pick. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a maybe like a three and a five. I would not want him. <clears throat> no, that makes that makes sense. Or do you think do you think they trade for someone, or they're just going to sign somebody? What Tampa Bay? I just think that yeah. they would look to get younger. I could see them moving on from Godwin and Evans. You know, I mean, if they just, could get just completely a, a starting high over. draft pick, well, mm-hmm. they they fired, I think, half of their coaching staff. That is true. It, it's incredible to me that Todd Bowles would go into the GM's office after the season is over and say, we did this poorly because I haven't been able to hire offensive coaches that I wanted. He just inherited everything that Bruce Arians had. So that's right. why things turned out the way they did. And the GM's like, yeah, that makes uh, good sound. Uh, Who do you want to get rid of? (laughs) Todd Bowles will be back to being a defensive coordinator really, really quick. Hey, man, some people are just better coordinators than coaches. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it takes a horrible losing season (laughs) for them to realize that. (laughs) Well, when no one else will give them a job. (laughs) That's also a valid point. (laughs) All right, um, so let's let's yeah. do a, a little quick review. And any thoughts from the Jags Chiefs game from last week? Um, you know, it kind of it kind of played out how I thought it would. Uh, Bill Lawrence played an amazing game. He has a very good a very good future in the NFL. And I don't know if you, I think you saw it. Um, at the end of the game, you know, he stayed in the tunnel and waited for us. Yeah the majority of his team to go back before him. I think that was a huge, that was a huge classy move. And uh, it's a good sign of leadership for being, you know, yes, look, in his second year. Lawrence is quickly moving up to one of those guys, one of those top 10 quarterbacks that you hope you could win with. It's still a little, a little early for him. Last season, he was stuck in the twilight zone with the coach that he had and, yeah, last it's, season the Jags were just was it was bad. There was no way they were winning anything. <laughs> it, it's like that season didn't count. He was his own coach, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I think I think we should call him Will. Not, we not can do Billy. that. We can do because it's fine. I mean, either way. Every time, every time I hear something like "fire at Will," I always think, "Poor Will." They're, they're, no, they're running. <laughs> they're running at Will. <laughs> Poor Will, get out of there, Will. <laughs> Which one's Will? He's the quarterback for the Jags. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the game? Well, once Patrick Mahomes broke, <clears throat> uh, that's all that mattered because I didn't think the Chiefs would lose that game. Now you just got to wonder, did they lose their season because their quarterback is broken? Yeah, I thought they – I mean, I understand him wanting to and staying in the game, but at that point in the game, with the game not – on the line yet i kind of feel like he may have stayed in too long because you know clearly he was injured and it it wouldn't take much to make that worse if he was trying to like hop away from someone or even if he just slipped um yeah but i mean they took him in an x-ray and he didn't have any break so true no i don't i don't mind him i don't mean him i don't mind him coming back i mean when he initially got hurt and he stayed yeah. in for the rest of like the drive. Like I don't know if that was really necessary, and it was kind of a risky move to do at that point. I feel like. Yep. Well, it's like I said. Once he got hurt, I don't. I don't think there was any point in time I thought Jacksonville was going to win that game. So I mean, once he got hurt, it was find a way to finish this game and and get the get the hell out of there and see <laughs> mm-hmm. what you could do you know put his leg on ice he's going to mm-hmm. play this week and he's going to look probably 90% i don't think he's going to be limping all that much well uh, i don't, they don't think so they're going to they they're going to tape him a lot he may not be able to actually move his leg from his knee down <laughs> well what i expect is that i expect to see him scramble for a first down early in the game and sometime early in the game, I expect him to take a, a pretty decent tackle. Not that someone's going to hit him hard, but it'll be the kind of tackle that everybody will stop for a second and say, oh, is he okay? 
and mm. he'll get up and usually when something like that happens from that point on he's just not himself he's not going to try and run he's going to throw the ball early to get rid of it so he won't get hit right i just in, in the the chief bengal game if mahomes was healthy i would still think i like the bengals to win they've been coming on they've won 8 games in a row even with the offensive line problems they've got a, a smart quarterback an accurate quarterback and you know because you're a bengal's fan you could see from the beginning of his career he would try and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and see if he could make something happen and that's where he was getting sacked a lot of the time yeah that now didn't he, that didn't help <laughs> he knows that his linemen aren't healthy and the ones that are playing are backups so he knows look i've got to get rid of it Right. I got three seconds. The ball's got to come out. It's got to go somewhere. So that's why I think, you know, the, a good quarterback can make a bad offensive line look pretty good. He could cover up. So. No, it's true. <clears throat> I think the, the Bengals Ravens game, I think that's the last hard game or the hardest game that they're going to have this postseason. Um, I like your assessment. And yeah, the, the Bengals Ravens games are always. Yeah, you know, again, they're a divisional game. It's the AFC North. They're they're not fun games, <laughs> so you know, I expected that to be a rough game. Um, but yeah, I did not think like I really thought that the Bills were going to score more last weekend, and they they did not actually. You know, <laughs> at all. they haven't been right. They haven't been right for like a month or so. I have a a very big Bills fan that I'm friends with. And I asked him, you know, this guy watches every game. That's his team. Mm -hmm. He agrees something isn't right. I said, what do you fix? And he has no idea. Yeah, that's so fair. I just, I just think when you have a power running team, and I know the way the NFL is now, no one really has that. But when you have that, you know you could pick up a first down anytime you want running the ball. True. And the way... The way these teams go for it on fourth down like nothing nowadays, even more reason to have a power running team. But that's not going to happen in the NFL because that's we've got to wait 10 more years and then <laughs> someone will do it because it goes in cycles. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, no, if you even though people don't want to do it now, if you establish a running game, it completely opens up the passing game because they're intertwined together. <laughs> so, you know, if if I were to be named the head coach of the Broncos and they haven't called, so I don't think that's likely. Not yet. I mean, they still could. They still could. If, if I were to be the head coach, I would say we need to draft the biggest, baddest. We need to pick up free agents, the biggest, baddest offensive line, because we're going to steamroll teams. We're going to run right over them. And then you've got the play action pass means something. And Russell Wilson can't do it on his own. He can't be back there in the shotgun throwing it 45, 50 times a game because he's not good enough. Yeah, but he's not built for that. <laughs> he's, he could still play the position, though. So that's why, I, you know, if I were them, and it seems like they draft really strong, you know, uh, position players. They're wide receivers. They're running backs. It seems like they always have talent there. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's, that's my pitch. I hope they're listening. <laughs> Give me a call. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's fair. Um, so I have a qu I have a question for you, another one because you know we got time because uh, you know there's only two games this weekend. <laughs> so, uh, you you know Brady is not going back to the Bucks. I think that's that's obvious. Um, so out of these three teams, do you think he will be a quarterback for one of these three teams? Uh, the 49ers, the Dolphins. Or the Raiders? Out of those three? Out of those three, Dolphins. knowing the Dolphins? Okay, because I was going to say, knowing he a was a 49ers sense. fan and noting, knowing the coach of the Raiders is McDaniels, so you think it would be the Dolphins? If, if Okay, so the Dolphins lined <clears throat> everything up with the wide receivers and everything. They wanted to get Brady, and they thought they were going to get Brady after the 2019 season. I don't know specifically what happened, but it fell apart. It didn't happen. So now you've got Tua who, after this upcoming season... He should not play. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> after this next upcoming season, that would be he went in the did he go in the burrow class? He did. Uh, that he his, did. That Pretty would sure be his fourth season next season. So that means after next season, or I think I think this offseason they have to pick up the fifth year option, which would be the twenty twenty four season. Right. So if they say no, we're not picking that up, that means next season is it, and then he's a free agent. So if you were to have the healthy Tua, he's a very good quarterback. But how do you ever think we're going to have the healthy Tua? Uh, I don't think that exists anymore. <laughs> I, you're just kidding yourself, right? So, uh, yeah, because one, one, like, again, one more hit, and then it, that's it. So, and that and can happen worst, at any time. <laughs> worst case scenario is one more hit, and he says, I'm fine. I could keep doing it. Because you don't have to be a brain surgeon to know this guy's brain. That's, you stop doing that. That's not good. You don't want that. Right. <laughs> I mean, he didn't just have a concussion. Hey, I've got a headache. He had a concussion where he was like convulsing on the field. And yes. up until this DeMar Hamlin thing, that was the scariest thing I'd ever seen on the field. Yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. You know, just like the NFL turned out to be, oh, it's no big deal. He's got a little, he, he got a stinger. He'll be fine. He'll be he back. He got He'll... nudged. He's fine. <laughs> he's, he's good. He didn't see the concussion movie. He's all right. Don't worry. He's going to forget about it by tomorrow anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, coach. Coach, is that you? Are you my coach? <laughs> so, yes, if I had to pick of those three teams, I just think if you look at the 49ers, They've already made the NFC Championship game. With a third-string quarterback. <laughs> I think they're going to beat the Eagles. I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. So if they were to go to the Super Bowl with Purdy, that would mean he would be 9-0 and leading into the, up to the Super Bowl. Mm. How do you tell that guy, no, you're not our quarterback? It's not like they're winning games 16-3 and it's because of the defense. They're scoring in the upper 30s. He's True. played well. So I just it doesn't make financial sense to bring in a guy who's probably going to want 30 give or take 35 million for a season or two. Mm. It doesn't make any sense to bring him in. It's not like they need him to get over the hump. They're at the hump. They were at the hump with Garoppolo. Now they're there and then what about um Lance? They trade up and they convince the world Trey Lance is the greatest thing ever. Anytime I've seen him, it's like you can't be serious. So, yeah, I don't think if if Trey Lance was the quarterback on this team, like if he didn't get hurt, I don't think they're in this game. Like and you right want to <laughs> you want to know who's going to the Raiders? I'll tell you. Who? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers reunited with Devontae Adams with all of the other weapons he has with Waller and Renfro and uh the and, running uh, game and, and Josh. All they all they need to do is find a defense. Yeah. I mean, Carr was reckless. He led the league in interceptions. That's why he got benched. That's why they said we don't want him anymore. And he had this, his stats were the same as Dak Prescott's for the most <laughs> part. Think about that. So, so that just means <laughs> Dak could not play in Vegas or Dallas. <laughs> so, no, yeah. No, I, I think that, that's that I makes think. sense uh, because we were talking about that rumor over the our text messages about the Jets trading for Rodgers, and I think that is a terrible idea. Because, it, you know, the Packers are going to want two for at least two first-round draft picks for him, and the Jets trading their next two first-round picks with the team that they have is for Aaron Rodgers, who, let's face it, we don't know if he's going to, like, when he's going to retire. He's going to play between one to three more seasons, is my guess, if he well, does. here. Here's and that's, I just think question. for the Jets, that'd be like the worst thing to do. If he was a free agent and they were just like, here's some money, play for us, fine. But I, he's, I don't think they should give up picks for him. Here's my first question. Do you think Aaron Rodgers has lost it? Do you think he's not good anymore? I don't think he's not good anymore. I think he did not want to be in Green Bay this year. And yeah. Play he, like he, it. Sometimes you could stay in one place too long. And that's right. what I think happened. Mm -hmm. So I think... If you get him on a different team and he buys into it, and you got to figure anywhere he goes, he could say no to the trade. He could say, I'm going to retire. So anywhere he goes, if he moves, he's going to be bought in. He's going to be all in That's with that true. team. 
That's true. And he, I does, think, he does have that clause look, in his contract. This, <laughs> this guy won MVP two years in a row. Not like 10 years ago. That was two seasons ago. Right. Two and three seasons ago. I, I think he's still good enough to do that again. So, I mean, if see, put yourself in a position where you were six years ago, where you hmm. had no quarterback. You have nothing. <laughs> there's no reason to watch your team. Right. Uh, I'm going to have it. It's going to be on my headstone. If you don't have a quarterback, you're done. You can't do anything. You're done. That's true. So Sanchez if you're right. a team, if you're a team like the Jets that has no quarterback and you tell them, give us two first round picks, they're going to say, well, that's a 13 this year and a 32 next year, because with Aaron Rodgers, we have the defense to win. We have the young receivers, the young running backs. We have everything else. We just don't have a quarterback. That's a valid point. So the only problem you have if you're the Jets is, is this guy Rodgers completely nuts? Can we count on him to show up and play? And I say, what are you going to (laughs) do? If you're the Jets and you could trade for Aaron Rodgers, that's one option. Or you could say, okay, well, the free agent market, we could pick up uh, Gardner Minshew. Um, Uh, We could sign Mike White. Yeah, Garoppolo. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? You might as well just draft the last player in the draft at quarterback because it worked for the Niners, and this league goes in trends. So that guy is going to be the best quarterback in the draft. That's true. Yeah, I'm, I guess I guess that makes sense. I just think – I guess I was looking at it like – I don't know, because of this past season and age maybe – like I felt like maybe Lamar would make more sense, but I, maybe the Ravens are going to tag him now, so it doesn't matter. You ageist bastard! Hey, man, how, how can you do that about us old people? <laughs> I wish I was as old as Aaron Rodgers. Me too. What is he like? Thirty-six? No, I think he's going to be forty next season. Let's see, all right, doing a live. I don't know. I don't how know. You you look it up. I am. I just think. Like I'm a Patriot fan. I have he Mac is, Jones. Aaron Rodgers is 39 years old. His birthday was December 2nd. So there you go. Next year will be his age 40 season. Yes. I just think if you don't have a quarterback, you, you've got nothing. You've got no chance. You're going to play against the teams that have the quarterback, the Josh Allens, the Joe Burrows, the Patrick Mahomes, and you're going to know we're not going to win this game because we can't score with them. So the only way to compete is with that quarterback. I don't watch college enough. I don't watch watch college at all. There's no quarterbacks that people are saying this is the next stud. So what are you going to do? There's no one in the draft. And even if there is someone in the draft, a team like the Jets, you're too far back. You're not getting them. So that's why you 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 know you you pay the ransom. You bring in the quarterback. You take your chances. Not you know what I remember. You know why? Because part of it, part of it is because I remember the Jets signing Favre, <laughs> and that went a certain way. So, so maybe you know, that's why I'm I'm stuck on it. Favre was the most overrated quarterback to ever play in the NFL. Did you know that? I did not know he that. Was. <laughs> He, he was th- the kind of guy that mm. liked to throw. I'm going to try and, and thread the needle with this throw. Yes. Because he- I have that kind of arm and I could do it. No, but wait, wait, that might get picked off. No, no. I have the kind of arm. All right, it got picked off. Give me the ball. Next time I'll do it and I'll get through. And it's like, no. Next time it's going to get picked <laughs> off too. You just showed. You can't throw it into triple coverage like that. It works like two out of every ten times. <laughs> yeah, but those two times, man glorious they're awesome you score touchdowns so it's worth it (laughs) yeah overrated i need a guy who's not going to turn the ball over that does help that does help that guy is not dak prescott but that does help so any thoughts on what was the other uh we talked about the cowboy 49er a little bit yeah uh the eagles boy the eagles (laughs) eagles giants any thoughts on that um I Boston Scott hates the Giants. Um, it's like the majority of his touchdowns have been against the Giants. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. Again, it's it was a divisional game, so that again, divisional games are always weird. 
but that was that was something. You know, I, I turned I turned shows. it off. I couldn't watch it anymore. <laughs> oh, the, the Giants stopped watching it too. Oh, okay. you know what that game showed? That game showed you just how bad the Vikings really were. The Vikings I'm not are gonna, a fraud. <laughs> I'm not going to go over the Vikings' schedule from this past year. I just how we can. You want to? <laughs> no. How many weeks in a row did you hear? Did you say or did have someone say to you, "Man, the Vikings are not." A good six and one team. The Vikings are a bad seven and two team. The mm-hmm. Vikings are not. I mean, it was just every week. Well, you know, they shouldn't have won that. Teams would leave Minnesota saying, "How did we lose to them?" And those were bad teams saying that. So when the Giants beat them, everybody said, "Wow, the Giants! Look at they beat this Viking team that had home field, won their division. The Giants are good." And then the Giants played a good team, and it was like. What's going on? <laughs> we weren't ready for this. So, all right. So if you look at it, who's which? Which team is more of a fake good team? The Bills or the Vikings? Well, the Vikings. I mean, <laughs> the Vikings. Okay. Just, <laughs> that, that, just that was the just, Vikings. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you could ask that question again, I would inter interrupt you after the second word and just no Vikings. Okay. That's that's how much the Vikings were disappointing. But see, that leads me my my thinking on this. The Giants beat the Vikings who weren't that good. Right. And everybody was high on the Giants. I was high on the Eagles because I said, well, wait a minute, they beat the Vikings. The Vikings aren't any good. Well, the Eagles beat the hell out of the Giants. So now everyone is saying, Wow, look at the Eagles. They're going all the way. They're great. I look at the 49ers and I say, well, they were so battle-tested going against the Cowboys this week. The Cowboys played really well on defense. And the Cowboys battled. It's just at no point did you think the, the Cowboys would find a way to win. So that my thinking leads me to think the Niners are a better team. If there's a, a team's defense that is designed to stop the Eagles' offense, it's the Niners. I, I think... I, I could see the 49ers. I don't want to say rolling because I don't think either of these two games will be a blowout. But I could no, see I the think 49ers be... getting to an early lead and mm. you just kind of, the Eagles just don't have it. Something's off. And that's going to be because of the Niners' defense. Yeah. No, the, um, I think these, these games won't be a blow. Like, it's not going to be like, you know, uh, what was the, what was the Seahawks game? Like forty-one to twenty-three. Neither of these games are going to be like that. <laughs> um, they'll probably be. I'm, my guess is they'll be within, at the most, probably ten points of each other. At the most, you know, I could I could see the Bengals Chiefs game being a score like that because I respect the Chiefs and Mahomes that much that I could just see them. I I could see them scoring more than twenty-three. That's why I don't think that game could be a blowout because they're going to score right. a lot. Yeah, but I just think. Well, Eli Apple is still a Bengal, so that's <laughs> well, at least two touchdowns. Right I'll tell you right now, <laughs> if if I were consulted by the, by the Broncos and they said, we like you, but you have zero coaching experience and we don't even know for sure what your name is, we can't hire you. I would say the guy you got to call is this defensive coordinator with the Bengals. No. If there's a guy. No, no. Nope. <laughs> there's a guy that you want to be a head coach. No. How is this guy not number mm-hmm. one on everyone's list? Nope. No, 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 no. He's he's staying right where he is. Damn it! <laughs> he's too good for the Cincinnati Bengals. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And you know, I want to say, <laughs> I want to say, Zach Taylor deserves a lot more credit than we're giving him. But I still don't buy it. I don't think he's a good head coach. And I no, mean, it's fair. I, I think he's he was very good at putting the right people in the right place. I think. Like coaches, players. Well, when you start with Joe Burrow, when you start with Joe Burrow, <laughs> it makes everything else a little <laughs> That's bit right. easier. And you and and everyone gets mad at you. You don't draft a left tackle or right tackle. Well, you tell me. Does he have? I mean, any coach is going to have input, but are they a team that the GM is the guy and he drafts the guy and that's it? Um, the problem is that the owner is like Jerry Jones. And Mike Brown has input in everything, so that doesn't help. 
because his kids are the GM. <laughs> so, but they're a little they bit they're better the right than him. Guy. They did. They did. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying. I mean, there was. I don't think there was a second choice. You know, like when Burrow came out, I understand Tua was in that draft, right, and Herbert, but it was Burrow. Like everybody, the the number one pick will be Burrow. So yeah, that wasn't a question. We ever. can't make like their rocket scientists look how smart they were for drafting Joe Burrow because I think any person that was aware of anything <laughs> would have said, well, every expert is saying Joe Burrow. I think we should draft him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I think they definitely made the right choice in drafting uh, Chase over the tackle. So Yeah, I was wrong. I was saying to take the tackle. So yeah, I just think the I just think you have a, you have a, a young quarterback, and then you 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 have a chance to get one of the one of his receivers he won a national championship with in college. Like, there's just that chemistry is already there that they don't have to really work on from scratch, and I think it makes just a giant difference. Okay, so um, I have a I have a selfish question since sure. you led me to something I was thinking about. Um, so, okay. My team, the Patriots, Mac Jones, yes. Alabama. Yep. You know, Jerry Judy is supposed to be on the market. Mm-hmm. He's on the trade market, and he was a wide receiver with Mac for, I think he was only there for like a half a year with Mac, but still, same team. And I don't know, did they win a championship? Alabama seems to always win, except for uh, this They year. probably did. So With him, I don't know, but I'm sure they did. I don't know. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? I don't, I don't think much of Jerry Judy. He hasn't impressed me as a pro. Is should a team trade a number one pick to get Jerry Judy? A number one pick right now? Why for Jerry Judy? I mean, you tell me. I I would just assume that it would take a one, if not a one, a two. I don't know. Should we'll put it this way? Should a team trade for him? Yes. Period. I think a team should trade for him. A one pick, probably not. Okay. At this point, a two, maybe, probably. Yeah, a two. I would, I would pretty much give a two for any established wide receiver in the pros, mm. because you know you've got the guy already. He could do it. He's done it before. How about T. Higgins? Where's he going to be next year? He's going to be a Bengal with with Lou still being the defensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't look forward. You've, you've got the present. So. T. Uh, T. I Higgins. Understand. T. Higgins is he's a machine, man. He just makes crazy catches. I wish he didn't have like a concussion and a half this season because that's worrisome. But uh, but yeah, man, he's he's a machine. There's a guy in the draft coming out this year. I can't remember his name. I, I've just started doing a little bit of listening research, but he's six four and he's like the fastest guy in the draft. And the comp guy was T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. So I wonder you, you can't blame Higgins for wanting to go somewhere where he's the number one guy, where he's gonna get number one guy money. Can't blame him. No, I and can't he, blame people for if, wanting If he were money. to stay, if he were to stay and get the big money to be the number 2 guy and he gave up a little bit to stay, outstanding. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really happen all that often. Not so a lot. If Higgins moved on anywhere, would you see the Bengals spending a first round pick on a receiver? Um Yeah, I could see it. Wouldn't it wouldn't um it wouldn't shock me because I also don't know what they're doing with Tyler Boyd either. So that's this only problem is like when your team clearly like when your team starts to be good, people are going to obviously want more money and there's not a lot of money for everyone. <laughs> well, the and money the, that people would want, I should say. And the number one problem is the number one guy is the quarterback and, and he needs the money completing his third season. This is the time where you're going to start talking about 10 years, yep. 400 million, 300 guaranteed. Yep. It's because I mean if you think about it, it, Burrow's first year as a rookie, he gets he breaks his knee, he's done, right? And that happened I don't know what week early in the season, I don't remember what week it was. I try not to. It was like 7 or so. Yeah, it was before the bye week. Um or I think so. So then the second year he comes back off the knee injury, 
they make it to the Super Bowl, lose because the Rams cheated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that really technically was kind of his first full season. And then the third season, he comes back and he's in the AFC Championship championship game. So, so yeah, they are clearly going to have to pay him before they they pay anyone else. So, if I were Cincinnati, I'd want to pay him. I'd want. I know, pay him. and I don't want you to even think about another team. You're going to be here until the end of your career. And and that's what that's what Mike Brown said, and he said that Joe Burrow is going to have a long career, and hopefully, it's in Cincinnati. Like why? Do, why do you talk? Don't, Don't say talk. Hopefully. Don't just say shut hopefully. up. It will. There be is there is no Bengal fan you will ever find that say that they like Mike Brown. He Burrow Burrow has resurrected that team from no no man's land. It's it's back to probably Boomer era because <laughs> like, it's been a long thirty years of sadness and, and despair. You're past, you're past Boomer. At this point, yes, but I think probably Boomer. last year is when they, <laughs> last year is when they got back to that. But now they're above that. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just it's the the world we live in. I mean, what's going on? Deadly pandemics that maybe aren't that deadly, and the Bengals are one of the best teams every year in the NFL. I just that's crazy. I, man. I don't get it. Crazy, right? I need a um, do-over. <laughs> you know, I look for that reset button a lot myself. <laughs> All right, so we're almost out of time, but really quick. So I'm not, I'm not betting this week because I can't, because I, just, I don't want to bet on the Bengals game. <laughs> but for I you, understand. But for you, uh, we'll just go over really quick, like the the spread and money line and totals for you, and just tell me what you what you like, right? So the 49ers at the Eagles, <clears throat> excuse me, the, 40, the 49ers are two and a half point favorites. Um, so that's um, the money line on the 49ers is plus 126. <clears throat> and the over under is 46 and a half. So what, what do you like from those three? Anything? I like the Niners. I would like the over. What I'm going to end up doing is I'm going to I'm going to bet the two teams the two games together. Okay. And then the way to go really is in a game in in both of these games as close as they are, you're looking for the in-game bet when someone scores. So whoever goes up seven nothing, just check that line because mm-hmm. that that really is it's the way to go. And I don't see either one of these teams e- either one of these games getting away from the other team. So if you could get a double-digit line on either game, I would take it. That's fair. That's fair. But it, you would take the over in that game or the under? If I were the to Eagles bet, game. If I were to bet one way or the other, I would take the over. Okay. But, I mean, you know, the under is not bad either. <laughs> <laughs> and I, she... I could be persuaded either way, really. And it's really, you know, going back to another thing, we should put on a, uh, a shirt or pin that uh, things that Cinch says bet early because things change. Oh yeah. Well that, so the, the the Bengals line went from two, the Bengals were plus two and a half and now they are minus one. (laughs) And that's going to end up being minus three by the time we do, we get to kick off Sunday night. I probably, probably that in the books. It'll be three, three and a half. That's kind of crazy to me. I don't like, have the chiefs ever been, like the underdog at home, like re- in recent well, memory, they haven't been underdog. Boy, what what was it? It's, <clears throat> it's it was all of this season. It, it was something like two years, three years. They haven't been the underdog in a game, and they opened. That's kind of that's underdog. crazy. Or they op- they they are now the underdog. They are now. They opened as a as a favorite. Well, and that's kind of nuts. Is it because Isaiah Pacheco is such a great running back? Is it because mm, Travis yeah. Kelsey is a great tight end? Yeah, no, that didn't really change. The, the defensive prowess. Is it because of the head no. coach? No. no. <laughs> because of the quarterback. Because the only thing that matters is the quarterback. And when you get a quarterback, you do everything you can to make that guy good. So, and he hurt his ankle. <clears throat> and, and, yeah. and that's the problem. I'll tell yep. you right now, 
I'll take Patrick Mahomes on one leg, and I mean literally on one leg over Mac Jones. <laughs> we could give him one of those prosthetic <laughs> things that looks like a really futuristic blade kind of thing. We'll give mm-hmm. him one of them. He'll be fine. We could do that. No problem. Uh, so really um, what everyone needs to understand is uh, Cinch is not a Mac Jones fan. Not a little. Not even a little. I would drive him to the airport if they were to send him to another team. (laughs) So who do you like in the Eagles 49ers game? Uh, I think I like the 49ers because of their defense. Their defense is is good. I think they're probably going to have a game plan for Jalen Hurts and... The the only thing that the only thing that gets me is over under on this game because 49ers games are usually the under. So I don't know how that's gonna go. I just feel well, like either I don't know. I just think the 49ers have more weapons offensively. Uh because they do have yeah, Christian McCaffrey. And he is definitely yeah, better he than hurt. He got hurt. He hurt his calf muscle. Did he? Oh what a shock. Yeah. That's the the other thing you hear this time of year. Everyone is limited. Everyone is questionable. That's true. That is very, very true. And beware of the team that says, no, we don't have any injuries because they do and they're lying. Yeah, no, we're fine. Everything's everything's fine. Everything's fine. How are you? What about the ambulance? No, he's just doing a practice run. He's good. Everything's good. It's all good. (laughs) Nothing nothing to see. Just uh, move along. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, okay, and that's just to prove how the, the internet is listening to us really quick. <laughs> I just refreshed the NFL's new site, and this is the newest The newest story is Eagles wide <laughs> wait, receiver. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. It, if it says Cinch is in consideration for Broncos' job, <laughs> that would be, then we know for sure. <laughs> that would be absolutely amazing. Uh, this says Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown. Wants the ball, but isn't a diva. I'll never be that guy. <clears throat> wow, folks. <laughs> sure. We believe you. <laughs> <clears throat> wow. All right. So the Bengals game, obviously, you like your team to win. So you're going to say your team's going to win. How do, how do you yeah. see the game playing out? What, what do you think happens? What kind of game is it? Um... I think both teams come out throwing first and then it just really, it kind of becomes a, I don't want to, it sounds very cliche. Like, I don't want to say it becomes like a defensive chess match, but it's going to be both defensive coordinators trying to figure out what to do with the other team's offense. Um, because, you know, like I said, the, the, the Bengals clearly can score on the Chiefs. Um, but also the Bengals have Eli Apple in the secondary. So, well, let so, me yeah. ask you this. Yeah, <laughs> your memory of last season's game will be better than mine because it's your team. Right. So the Bengals played the Chiefs last year, AFC Championship game, and yep. won. Yes. What do you? What did they do in that game? They that kept. Was... They kept Patrick Mahomes off the field. So they they control the clock now. What was it? Was that a game that Mixon had a big game, or was it just seven-yard uh, pass and they work the clock and they get a first down? I think it was more working the clock. I don't think he had a giant oh, – I'd have to check. I don't think he had a giant game, really. I think well, it was just more really good clock management and ball control. I um, have a lot of respect for Andy Reid as being a very good coach. He is. And I think offensively – they will come up with something that gives the Bengals' defense a problem. Remember last year in the game, the second half was the half where it looked like Mahomes had a concussion because he was so bad, and they they had, like, no yards in the the fourth quarter. In the second half of the game, the Chiefs just shut down. So I could see Andy Reid coming up with an offensive plan that's going to score points. I just don't have a lot of faith that they could stop Burrow and the Bengals' offense. Makes sense. Yeah, no, last year, I remember, like, a key point in the game was when the Chiefs tried to go for it on a fourth down, and they were, like, on the, were they on, like, the 10 or something before halftime? 
Yes. And they didn't make it. And that was like, I just think that was a huge momentum shift. Mm-hmm. And the Bengals were, I... and the Bengals were like, "Hey, we can beat the Chiefs in Kansas City." <laughs> and I, I think the Bengals got the ball in the second half. Like I'm the pretty sure they did. And they just went from there. Yeah. So okay, so we we both kind of have a prediction. We both kind of agree. Mm-hmm. So, I think any way you look at the Super Bowl, any combination of these four teams. It's going to be a really exciting game, and I, I think it'll be a good game no matter who's there. <clears throat> uh, I think so, too. I am hoping for a third-time rematch between the Bengals and the 49ers, and the Bengals finally, um, you know, expel the Demons. That's what I'm hoping Boy, for. Boy, I, I got to tell you, I don't know if that's the way I would go. <laughs> You've <laughs> lost twice to the team. No, but this time. No, a third, the third time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, hey, I, I, we could beat anybody. Like Joe Burrow said, uh, right. our window, our window to win is as long as I'm here. So yeah. that was, a and great you know, quote. you know what? Like, so there, there's clearly like there's a there's a line, there's a clear line between like being overly cocky and being like confident. <laughs> and Joe Burrow walks that line. Oh yeah, yeah. He's because <laughs> there's, yeah. you know what? He's not the guy. He's not the guy that when he's on the other team you hate him. You know, there are guys that when they're on your team, you love them. And when they're on every, another team, everybody hates them. He's not that guy. He's a mm. very likable guy. Yeah, I think so. I think it's because of the Home Alone movies he did as a kid. <laughs> it, I could, think it, it, just, it could be. Who, who would hate this guy? It's oh, you. that's right. The Bills, uh, Bills fans. Any Bills fans, if you're listening, <laughs> screw you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy you lost. But it, it was really funny uh, when... When he got, when he was asked about how he felt after the Bills game, like how he felt about you know the uh, the game being in Kansas City and there's no neutral site, and he was just like, well, <laughs> they better process the returns yeah, or send, send returns, the refunds. refunds. Yeah. <laughs> you know that it that was the stupidest thing. And if you were completely unbiased, you didn't care who won. No one wants to see a neutral site game. No one does. And to put it in Atlanta, look, Atlanta wants games like that. Let them go and sell out their own games. No one (laughs) in Atlanta goes to see the Falcons play. Um, And just for the record, that is your fault. 28 to 3. Remember that. That was your fault. (laughs) And let me tell you, as a Patriot fan, that was the worst game of my life. Because there was not one play in that entire game (laughs) that I thought, all right, we're going to win this. The game was over, and it wasn't jumping up and down celebrating. The game was over, and it was like, oh, my God, thank God. <laughs> so, 20, I don't know. Maybe I'm spoiled. 20, I don't know. When... 28 to 3, and they lose. Unbelievable. I mean, uh, imagine this. Your team makes the Super Bowl this year. You're up yeah. 28 to 3. How much oh, no, celebrating I'm, are you doing? I'm drinking because until, until the game is officially over, I'm not celebrating anything. <laughs> Nothing. But I'm saying 28 to 3, you're going to kick your no. shoes off and put no. your feet up and Mm-mm. say, I think, uh, nope. I think things no. are going pretty good here. Not at all. Not, not at all. No. Do you no. think in, in our <laughs> lifetime, and hopefully we've got another long amount of years to go, do you think we'll ever see a big game, uh, a championship game, a Super Bowl game, a playoff game? Do you think we'll ever see another down by 25 and they came back and won kind of game um i it'll probably happen again like anytime soon maybe not but it'll probably happen again well you know come as soon as i said the question brady did it last year in the playoffs but the defense couldn't hold they were down i think they were down 28 to 3 Do you remember the, the playoff game they lost Dude. last year to the ram <clears throat> they came all the way back and tied it and then the Rams had the ball with like three minutes to go and just went straight down the field, got a touchdown, and that pretty oh, much yeah, ended the game. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. No, yeah, I was thinking of when, like, the Eagles played the played the Bucks, and, you know. Oh, the Bucks lost. rolled over them. Yeah, I know. I the know. playoff that's, game, yeah. <laughs> that's why I thought the Eagles weren't going to do anything this year because that was terrible. <laughs> well, different team. That's true. That's true. And... Sadly, no, we've been talking for an hour, so we are wow. terribly out of time. Sad. 
I'm still I'm being good. I am still drinking this beer. I'm trying to drink it very slowly. Oh, my beer is long gone. <laughs> I mean, I could have drink drinking drunken this very fast, but I I did not. I think you should have. If your team, <laughs> fingers crossed, and all that other anti-jinxing your team stuff. If yes. your team wins the Super Bowl, yeah, the podcast afterwards, <clears throat> it, it's got to be special. You got to. I something. might be drunk. I'm you taking. Gotta, I'm you, taking the day off after the day off after the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> you've got to do something. You've got to. It. You know. Fingers crossed again that your team gets there and wins because what the hell? Why not? If that happens, the the podcast after the Super Bowl, plan now. Something's got to happen. <laughs> I think. I don't know Craig, what. Craig will get the live during the podcast tattoo. <laughs> Bengals world champions on his arm. You know what? <laughs> it's not really not, it's well, not a bad idea. a tattoo just like a, a championship they can't take away from you that's right damn it well, i guess they could <laughs> but it would hurt <laughs> um and on that note sir do you have any final thoughts or was that it nah no okay. all my thoughts before now those are all my final, final. Thoughts. that's that's fair those are my um, thoughts and that's final <laughs> uh my final thoughts are thank you for joining us. I, I appreciate it. Uh, also, hi, Deb. So that's also a final thought. And really, just as we say every week, uh, thank you for joining us. And we appreciate the listens. We appreciate the downloads. If you do like what you hear, you can always leave us a review on iTunes, preferably. But we are on multiple sources of where you find podcasts. And you can also email us uh, because... You know, social media right now is kind of a mess, pretty much. So we're not on it terribly. Uh, but you could always email us at fignutsdfs at gmail.com, and uh, we will answer that. And, yeah, again, Cinch, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. And on that note, this has been another episode of the Football Fignuts Podcast. I'm Craig. I'm Cinch. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.